Kiara, Nihao, and hello. Welcome to the Cherry Journal podcast. I'm your host Camille Yang. My guest today is Angelo Alessio. He is the co-founder and protocol architect at BuildCities.network, which allows anyone in Web3 to overlay their digital communities on top of existing cities. In today's episode. We talk about a startup city protocol, Build Cities, the network state, startup cities ecosystem, and many more. I hope you enjoy the show. When we met in real life in Lisbon, you just launched your project. Yeah. Like relaunches, or, or how do you describe it? It's like because it's already been there. When I registered, but、uh, when we met each other in Lisbon, you did the public beta launch. Right. Okay. Yeah. Was it? So we had. You know, I'm I'm kind of a I'm not a huge believer in like launches. I'm more of kind of like, hey, let's build let's let's build the staircase to the、uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know to the moon. So I think it was probably you know we've had several big announcements over the last several months, but the the biggest one was、uh, we had. I think it's about a month after I I visited Lisbon when I saw you, and、um, we just launched our public beta、mm. in the beginning of October. So that was、uh, the result of two development cycles, one failed launch with the product that just I knew wasn't going to work.、Um, mm. But now,、uh, since we launched the public beta about a month ago, we've had over 350 networks onboarded and、uh, across 50 of the different startup city、wow. chapters. Or kind of like the beta city chapters, but all of this is still very phase one. But yeah, we 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 released it to the world about a month ago, and and、uh, it's gone really well so far. So now we're just looking to now we actually have something to measure in an iterative process towards you know you know building the staircase, so to speak. Uh huh. So for my listeners who don't familiar with the build cities, can you explain it? What even non-tech people can understand what you are building? Yeah, sure. So、um, the one-liner that we use is a protocol for startup cities. But I actually just did a great exercise the other day、um, to kind of even condense that more. And it's really we are creating infrastructure for digital communities to basically manifest their communities offline or in real life, so to speak. So almost. Kind of like translating those communities, the digital communities, from the cloud to to the earth. I don't like the word meat space. I know some people use that in crypto, but just you know, in in the real world. So that means, and that infrastructure includes things like facilitating、uh, facilitating meetups, facilitating、uh, actual crowdfunding of ventures in real estate is something that we're looking at for phase two. So it's really, you know, the the main thing is just bridging this connective tissue between all of these digital communities that we might be a part of, or at least our favorite ones. And when I'm talking about digital communities, the what we're what we're referring to technically right now is just Discord communities. So、um, people will log in, they select their top three, you know, digital communities, digital Discord servers, basically, and then they overlay that. On top of three cities that they are also, you know, strongly affiliated with, so they get to choose. So if it's Lisbon, Hong Kong, and you know, London or whatnot, then they're brought to a dashboard where you would be able to see, hey, here's all my folks in 
1729 that are in London, uh, the ones that are in Lisbon, the ones that are in Hong Kong. Um, and you actually start to get like a geographical vantage point of your digital communities. And so we view that as kind of like the first wedge into introducing some of these future products. So we have a product that uh, will essentially facilitate meetups of those communities or cross cross collaborate between communities mm -hmm. in those actual cities. And then, you know, further down the road, you know, the, the big ideal would be to actually crowdfund ventures and real estate in those in those given ecosystems so that people have a shared space to to collaborate, work on their projects and, and see where the logical road of that goes. It could go into residential, it could go into more commercial route, but you know, that's what we're kind of measuring day by day to, to kind of make those decisions. Yeah, I think I mentioned to you when I moved to Lisbon, because I've already knew some Twitter friends online. It's kind of then we meet offline and we kind of want to co-found the co-working or co-living space together because we got, got along so well. But there's no specific place in Lisbon can facilitate our needs. So with your platform, I can use it to find more uh, like-minded people from Discord. Then once I find them in my city, I can get connected do something together exactly and we'll 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 make that infrastructure as seamless as possible so that hey let's say you're moving to lisbon for a year or whatnot or you know to crowdfund a potential lease in a in a given area and so and that goes across community as well yeah. and what we've actually seen too is that it some sometimes it determines people especially with like nomads kind of it's it kind of facilitates where they might be ending up next so let's say we've seen some instances of like, let's say, you know, user was like, hey, I'm, I'm looking to go to South America, right? Like, where, where should I go? Should I just pick a place on a map? Or they can see on our platform, oh, hey, you know, here's so-and-so that I've, I've talked to in this given Discord community, and they happen to live in, you know, Rio or Buenos Aires or whatnot. I might as well go, like, we've had that relationship, I might as well go there. And so it kind of brings that context into focus a little bit more about geographical segmentation of our, of our lives. Um, and, um, yeah, you can kind of start to, like, connect the dots. You know, I think, like you mentioned before, like, you know, you mentioned how you met, you know, good friends from Twitter first. And then met them, you know, prior to maybe arriving in Lisbon or, you know, I'm sure there's several places around the world where this has happened. And that, I think, that uh, dynamic, we think, and I think, and maybe you think, or maybe you have a disagreement, but, but that's been very normalized post-COVID. Like, before it was... Before it was primarily like a dating app that you would <laughs> do that online to off like right or like more you know those those kind of yeah that kind of stuff. But when it comes to like you know intellectual alignment or just yeah platonic relationships or professional relationships like the online to offline piece, where I don't think it was as large prior to COVID. I mean I th it was there, but but now it's just like very normal i don't think pe people don't think twice about it. it's like oh cool yeah. in fact <laughs> like a lot of the thesis out there the, like the ideological alignment i i find to be pretty true and i i don't know maybe like have you found that to be true as well like you know the online to offline relationships like 
finding that ideological alignment with people easier. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I wrote an article about 90% of my friends I met online. Yeah. Like I proactively find them, either read their content or listen to their podcast, and then I want to know them. Yeah. For me, I move around a lot. So I feel like every time I move to a new place, I've already knew someone there because I know they're there. And when I move there, I can have a conversation with them. And now with your product, maybe we can do some investment or do some cool stuff together. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 uh, it, it's um, and it probably feels like you're just picking up where you left off mm-hmm. from those conversations, especially if you hadn't met the person before, you know, online first, and then you meet offline. You're just like, oh, well, we don't need to do the get to know you. Like we're just, let's pick up on the thing we were reading about, you know, three weeks ago in this channel or whatever. So it's cool to see. And I think, and I think even before some of like the investment, you know, some of the more like infrastructure, like investment pieces, there's still, there's still a lot of things that can be done that just facilitate that social interaction more. Like, you know, right now, Twitter and discord, you just kind of do it manually where you reach out or sometimes people will put like the city channels in discord, but you can only put so many city channels and some people are living in more kind of Atlas Obscura type areas. And, and we want to have those, we want to have all of those where, you know, you can, you can definitely, you know, there's still a lot, a lot to do on the, on the social component first. And so that's, that's what we're leading with. Um, and then bringing in the financial aspects a little bit later. Yeah, I see. You named your product, Build Cities. So what does city mean to you? Why you don't say like build countries, like what biology advocates? <laughs> well, I think a city comes before a country, right? So, yeah. uh, or just a, even, and again, you know, as biology mentioned too, like a union comes before a city, right? Like mm. every, every city started with its first brick. Uh, so it's kind of, um, you know, based on the, you know, I don't know if you've seen the Adrianople group, the three types of startup cities. Ah, yes. But I- there's, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good map. You know, if you want to put the link out there or whatnot, like definitely check it out. Yeah, we'll put it in the show. Yeah, notes. I think if you just Google startup cities map, it's there. But anyways, so the three types, and I think they actually took the definition from Bology. Maybe they was you know they're collaborating or whatnot. Oh, but okay. so type one is ones that attract entrepreneurial activity or or kind of activate it in their own ecosystems. So and so an example of type one would be like San Francisco. Uh, or you know New York, Miami, Austin, etc. Uh, and that's just U.S. Yeah. Lisbon is one. Um, uh, so yeah, they're they're all over. But um, type two are ones where the city acts like a startup itself. So they reference Miami, Dubai, Singapore. That one is kind of you know inherently political. So I don't, I don't we don't spend too much time thinking about those. It's kind of a you know um, I don't know what we can kind of. Uh, like kind of productize there and then there's type three startup cities which are cities that them that them themselves are startups so i think cul-de-sac is referenced uh prospera and in honduras and um and that's kind of the third type and so for us i think the prerequisite to all of those are type one startup cities and uh, one of the kind of just connecting the dots between these these thought processes there's a book by Brad Feld, he's one of the co-founders of Techstars. It's called Startup Communities. It basically outlines everything he did to make Boulder, Colorado, 
a startup ecosystem and activating the startup ecosystem and to make Boulder into what it is today. And so that's a type one, that's a type one startup city. Like he didn't call it that at the time, but he wrote this book, you know, several years ago. And it's kind of like, okay, well, that's the playbook. So that's the kind of playbook we want to start with first, where, you know, I think, again, the prerequisite to any of the more loftier ambitions just involves, first of all, a, uh, a very innovative startup ecosystem where you have founders thinking about, you know, different problems, starting their businesses, and then the more you kind of have around that. So those are the, you know, prerequisites that we think about for any of those three types of startup cities. Like in order to have a city that is itself its startup, you need to have people there who are, you know, founders, you know, innovation minded. And, um, you know, cause those are going to be the best possible audience or citizens of that potential community. So in a way, a lot of what we're kind of building out kind of, uh, like looks to productize this, this thesis of like, Hey, you can start up, uh, you can you can activate a startup ecosystem anywhere in the world. It can be and it can be on the longer tail of cities. And I think that's that's actually what's really exciting is like, you know, we kind of view since a lot of what we're building is on crypto rails, crypto rails. It's kind of like this giant irrigation system of like talent and capital where, you know, you had the arteries go into like the main the main ecosystems. But now it's extended it out like the capillary glands going out to really much smaller ecosystems where you have brilliant people and, and um, you know, can, who, who are able to work on hard problems. And, uh, and sometimes they just need the kind of connective, you know, be able to connect the dots, get access to capital, et cetera, et cetera, without having to like, you know, no one, no one should have to feel like they need to go to San Francisco yeah. or go to, a bigger ecosystem just to get their idea off the ground. And so if we can meet these founders and these ecosystems where they're at yeah. and start to kind of activate them, that's, that's exciting to us. And we we're the platform we have, we can start to even like start to measure that mm. um, without, you know, I mean, it's a digital product, so we're not, it doesn't cost anything to us, for us to start measuring like, okay, this, this place is starting to get a lot of activity. Let's kind of, you know, put more resources towards there. And um, and uh, yeah, so it starts with that social network we were talking about earlier. I know there are four phases you talk about to achieve your mission. So can you elaborate which phases are you in now and what's your goal yeah. in the future? Yeah, so I, I uh, wrote in our latest newsletter, like we went, we finally transitioned from the prologue just to chapter one, mm -hmm. right? Like the prologue, which is ideation and theory and kind of figuring out, okay, what works, what doesn't. Uh, but now we're in, in chapter one and I'll just call it phase one for now. Um, in that we have the product that, um, you know, you can go to it today, build cities.network and, uh, and log in with your discord and MetaMask and, and see how it works. So everything I talked, everything we were kind of discussing earlier with like the social components, all kind of, uh, that's all kind of phase one. So like we have a feature that we'll release for making meetups, facilitating meetups a little bit easier uh, with, with community members in different cities. We will have, um, we even have a mobile app coming out right now. It's yeah. in private beta, but that'll be, that'll be, um, and that's kind of tech agnostic. There's not really like a, 
a web three play there, but it's, um, it's uh, literally designed to basically like find people in your locality who have complementary skill sets to build new projects together. So um, yeah, so those are the kind of everything related to phase one, you know, obviously growing our own community. And then phase two is, is, um, is the piece where, you know, we actually want to have community ownership of assets in the network and so um and when i say ownership i mean like full compliant like people actually own a piece of uh of the buildings that they're occupying and so you know going back to the instance that we talked about in lisbon it's like hey let's yeah. say you you know crowdfunded uh, uh, a co-working space in in lisbon ideally to purchase um, then that becomes one of the hubs in the network, just just as if, and then you would also have access to the hub. So, like our first pilot hub is actually in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And I'll I'll send you a link after this. It definitely, it'd be great to include in the in the thing. But it, it literally kind of shows the blueprint of the ecosystems that we're mm -hmm. trying to build. So where it started with community, and that started to actually once the community is built, like the like the real estate gets activated. Like mm -hmm. it was an old, it was an old, uh, old building that just had not been used for like 10 years. And once the community was built, they were able to activate this real estate and have day one, hundred percent occupancy and super high retention cohorts. And so, yeah. So the more we kind of have in each city, those, those become, you know, kind of the, 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 the semblance of the, of this, you know, in real life manifestation where, here in Hong Kong or Lisbon or Port Lane or wherever, you'll have a place to meet not only uh, mm -hmm. your own communities that you know have high concentration uh, in a certain area, but also kind of cross collaborate with with other communities that are there or build zone community. Um, you know, we're more of an infrastructure play for existing communities, but but yeah, so that's that's phase two. Phase three is just kind of doing that in scale so um it's kind of like okay so in Coeur d'Alene we're actually we're actually they're going to be opening a third real estate property already and so it's kind of like hey let's thread these together like let's say we have a property here and there's a certain demand in an area to do maybe a, a co-living um a co-living space we could either partner with uh you know orgs like cabin or cohere and 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 figure out hey what makes sense where we can kind of be um you know joint owners or basically get get yeah. capital going into this ecosystem to buy out and purchase residential units or having our own um so you know it's still still a lot of you know gray area in that phase three but that's what we call building cities and that's that's literally just scaling up the process such that you have more real estate, you have more leverage, you have kind of a, a bigger community in each space. Mm -hmm. And then phase four, I'll probably talk about the lease. It's, it's, it's build sovereignty. And, um, you know, that kind of plays in a little bit to the, um, to the, to the network state thesis. And while I definitely find it fascinating and, and interesting to consider, I'll fully admit we yeah. don't, don't fully know what that path looks like, but it's, it's interesting to think about. And I think it's a good North star to get, uh, to get the community, um, you know, all these communities sticking in that way, because I think it's definitely possible um, at some point in the future. Touching back on phase three, another interesting thing, like I think one thing that differentiates us from 
uh, maybe some uh, a lot of similar adjacent projects in the space is like we're operating in existing cities already, but there's no reason there's no reason why this infrastructure couldn't be such that somebody has private property and they give the GPS coordinates and they want they have a community that they can like start to bring into that area. It'll pop up on our map and you know you can call it. Cameliaville and uh, or you know whatever you want and uh, and uh, if you have enough kind of people and capital going into that area you know you could essentially launch your own city which I think would be really cool really fascinating but um, you know we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get there I see because uh, when I use your product I see you use the uh, the current city as uh, one of your feature. Yeah. So when Balaji mentioned the start a new country, I'm, I was thinking like, oh, you should build, you should disrupt the current one and build something <laughs> new. So what's your opinion on balance the current city landscape and the build a new one? Yeah, well, so, you know, when I when I started this, I, I hadn't really thought enough or read enough about special economic zones, but I know that seems to be a pretty substantial unlock for thinking about new cities and new economic uh, primitives and just governance primitives and, and, you know, literally building a new city. So that's, that's an interesting bridge that I think, you know, when we get closer to will be interesting to explore. But I think, um, you know, why we're, focusing on existing cities is because, you know, we do, we do kind of, um, you know, we, I think we do kind of generally get more excited about these longer tail cities or longer tail kind of overlooked cities that don't have mature startup ecosystems there yet. Um, so mm -hmm. I'm in Jersey city, uh, my co-founders in Lagos, uh, and, uh, our other co-founders in Coeur d'Alene and all of those are kind of like, nascent you know lagos is probably the biggest one by a long shot like yeah. uh, as far as population startup activity but there's still a lot of infrastructure there capital access you know uh, a whole series of of challenges there that like could benefit from uh kind of a common platform to to build those startup ecosystems a little bit more maturely um so i just think there's so much white space with existing cities and there's yeah. so many longer tail cities and and in a way it's kind of like you know if we're also looking at decentralization being like a geographical phenomenon like i um actually wrote an article about this in 2018 like putting the venture into vc which just talks about like you know literally all all the just got all the information from cb insights all the data to just do like seed funding and you can see where the concentration areas are obviously you know new york sf but there's so many cities that are getting kind of these smaller amounts and it's kind of like what if what if it was just more evenly distributed and um and you know i think there's more and more data points suggesting that it's going to look more and more like this there was the twitter um conversation or musing the other day about how Starlink is going to be repricing real estate, right? Now with Starlink, you could be an entrepreneur and you can go literally to the middle of nowhere yeah. and, uh, and start whatever it is you want to start as, you know, uh, and so, so I think you're just going to see more and more of that. And I think we want to kind of, you know, it's definitely a tailwind. We want to make sure we have the sales, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the sales up for there. I see. 
you mentioned your co-founders all live in different part of the world. So how did you guys come up together and start to build build cities? Yeah, uh, so the internet first. So we're 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 eating our own dog food with respect to the thesis, <laughs> and it'll probably be those three cities that we will actually. So each city on the map on the app itself. Will be its own DAO, for lack of a better word. We may even call it a different name,、uh, but、yeah. but you know it'll be an on-chain entity where, you know, I don't know if this will be the case, but like the multi-sig essentially kind of becomes the minimum viable city council in a way, right?、Mm. Um, sure. And so so, but to answer your question directly, so I met uh, uh, Ronald in、uh, Lagos first.、Um, So after I wrote the white paper, he、uh, he found us through after he just won a Citycoin Tackathon. So Citycoins was the project that、um, generated uh, uh, funds on Stacks that was built on Bitcoin to essentially generate. I think they generated like twenty five million dollars for the city of Miami, and so it was a really cool project that kind of penetrated the public conversation about like, hey, crypto can fund like literally public public goods, right? So, so it's very clear to me that he was like very vision aligned, and you know he won the hackathon. So,、um, just a you know great, great technical leader. And so met him first, and then、uh, met Nick. A funny story there. I was writing in the white paper. I I wrote the word innovation collective, and I was like, that's I should look at that domain. Like, what is that? You know, what's is that? Is that is that for sale? Like, what's the what's the domain? And it turns out. His org—that's the org he's kind of started with—in in Coeur d'Alene to kind of build this blueprint that we're working with—is、um, called Innovation Collective. So I、oh, okay. did a cold LinkedIn message, which I <laughs> I never do, and、uh, and yeah, it was pretty immediate the alignment. That was like, wow, this is fascinating that you're literally doing what、uh-huh. we're writing about. But like offline first, and so <laughs> we just said, let's let's digitize this thing and. Let's go. So that's how we all met, and um, and uh, yeah, all the contributors as well、uh, have have all come online first, and、um, so it's it's a slower process. It's one to get used to, having only worked in places where you know we're all in the same place. But、um, it's、uh, it's cool. It's fascinating. That's cool. So I know Balaji mentioned cloud first, the physical thing. I think it's cloud first. Land last, but not never. I think that's. I think that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's one of the investor for your project. So, what's your relationship with the yeah? Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely crystallized a lot of things that I had kind of fragmented thoughts about. Like, I can't. So, I know the network state. You know, I. I think I. You know, I think he came up with that several years ago. So, I remember. Seeing it, and I remember. I think I started reading, you know, started getting into his stuff,、uh, like about six months prior to、um, prior to writing the white paper. So there's definitely a lot of there's definitely a lot of kind of you know thought filtration <laughs> that that a lot of his work really really inspired. So so absolutely,、um, that was that was that was helpful. You know, there's there's some things I think we'll probably take. A little bit different approach from the book. Yeah. Probably the main one. the The main one, I think,、uh, and Vitalik kind of covers this in his essay on, on, you know, what do I think about network states? And,、um, you know, I totally understand the voice versus exit、um, dichotomy, where you know people should have that freedom to have 
voice or exit in any given an environment. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I think there's kind of a third element or I, I don't even know what to call it or if it's called conviction, loyalty or, or commitment or whatnot. But we, we um, and I'm writing an article about this, so this, I'm going to clarify all these thoughts here. But like, I think we, we kind of are more on the element of like, hey, we need to have like the foundation of a network state still exists physically, right? Like you still, any citizen of a network state, even if you're able to move around, still needs to be in some jurisdiction or on land somewhere. So like that, so, so the emphasis on that, I think that's what we're prioritizing even more so is like, hey, this needs to be a very localist focused uh, ecosystem where- yeah you know, we kind of operate in service of like the people who are like on ground in these cities that maybe have been there for, for years, if not decades, like building out their ecosystem. So, and, and Brad Feld even mentioned this in yeah. startup communities book. He's like, if you want to build a startup ecosystem in a city, uh, you have to be thinking on a 20 year time horizon and that, and that time horizon has to reset every day. Like you're basically always thinking 20 years ahead and to build those lasting ecosystems. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a lot of time and effort, just like, just like anything else. And that's not to say that it's not, it's not complementary with that vision. I think a lot of what he writes about is, you know, kind of, as he mentions, kind of like a framework for, for thinking about things. But I think that's kind of, you know, core part of our approach is like, we want to really make sure that the the people in on ground kind of like leading these ecosystems are very you know have the have the majority of the like kind of the local context yeah. and and local commitment to the region yeah as a saying goes rome is not built in one day so you need to have this long term right. thinking to yeah do something in a bigger scale right yeah so when people claim for the city is this one of the criteria you check the the city's chapter? These people need to be very localized and have make a commitment to stay there long enough. Yeah, I think for the for the folks leading those ecosystems, and again, this this isn't this isn't like saying like oh we don't want like you know it's not to say like we don't want you know trans like we absolutely want that we absolutely want people like floating through these ecosystems yeah. as well, but. You know, the the leads should be like, you know, they the, the leads should be kind of the ones that are more permanently based. But, you know, like I think all of us, especially who are, you know, work in tech or just nomadic or whatnot, we've all helped mm -hmm. clients or ecosystems like in different parts that we've never lived or never have even visited. And that's totally possible today. But um but you know, for the for the broader ecosystem, yeah, I, th I think that's where that that focus comes in. And so for the claiming city feature, yeah, that's right now kind of primarily an application process to just see, you know, who's out there, who's on the ground in these areas and, and kind of surfacing, you know, uh, innovation minded leaders in, in all of these areas and the, the cities they want to see. And what we'll probably do, uh, what it's looking to shape up as is we'll have the three. So the, the cities that will go kind of on chain first will be the founders, the three founder cities. And then um, essentially, so we'll set a precedent and then those three will have the voting rights to basically bring on new ones on chain. And then as it grows, it'll just 
progressively get more decentralized because once you have a thousand cities voting on new ones, the the original three are you know much you know they're just a smaller piece of that puzzle. So that seems right now to be kind of the most um, you know elegant solution that I think we're going to kind of go ahead and and execute on. So, is there any、uh, city blueprint in real life you would like to follow? Yes, it's 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 probably the work that Nick's done in in Coraline, Idaho. So、uh-huh. um, he's definitely he's the real estate and community lead for the ecosystem. I'll send you the link after, and and you yeah, can post、sure. the video. But it's it's very evident to see, and I, I having been there, it's very evident to me that like oh wow, like there's something really cool going on here. Um, okay. And it doesn't even like the space feels amazing. They have like an underground bar and cigar lounge and Ooh, co-working. Yeah, no, it's really cool. The co-working space. They have like this area for families, a coffee shop, all in the same building, and that's just the building. So the population itself, like I think it's like a thirty percent engagement rate with that kind of、um, ecosystem、uh, of the population. Coraline has two times more startups per capita than the rest of Idaho.、Wow. They have、okay. two times nine-figure startups.、Uh, they've passed a bill that actually recognizes like the rights of AI robots on public lands.、Uh, <laughs> wow, that's、yeah. cool. And that's a, a lot of that's due to that to the work that he's done there. Is like,、yeah. you know, it's kind of like rallying, you know, getting people kind of rallying around a, an economic vertical. That、uh, and in that case, it happens to be AI robotics. They have a they have a boat manu they have a electric boat manufacturer like the Tesla of boats、uh, operating there on the lake. So yeah, so that's that's definitely the blueprint. Wow, it's like、uh, already we're in the future <laughs> after、yeah. listening to what you described. <laughs> wow, so it feels like only happening in sci sci fi story, but now it's real. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah. The, the future is here. I mean. You know, drawing out like there is a video that Elon posted a couple days ago, and it's you know it's, it's definitely like a promotional video, kind of for st- SpaceX and Starbase and whatnot. But like it's essentially almost a city there. Like there was not much there before they had you know all the infrastructure there for launching rockets and whatnot, and now it's、yeah. kind of becoming its own. You know, it's basically its own city, or the city definitely、mm-hmm. revolves around that economic vertical, similar to how cities of the past kind of, you know, they they typically formed around some economic vertical. You know, whether that be, you know, just like in Silicon Valley or or, or commercial fishing.、Mm-hmm. You know, name on the you know New England coast. And again, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I'm kind of just speaking from like U.S. knowledge context, but since I see it, I'm just going to speak on that. But like. Yeah, I mean, so many. You know, you can draw that parallel for any given city that they first formed around some economic vertical. Now, when it's when it's all tech based and software based, like, what is that thing to rally around when you don't need to be tied to the land? And that's that's um, um, you know that 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 looks different, right? Sure, I'm very curious about your career path because you mentioned、uh, when we first met each other, you were served in the military. So, what what that help you with the building the project? Sure, yeah. So yeah, I、uh, I I commissioned into the army as a as an engineer officer, and、um, it was like twenty twenty twelve now、uh, is when I started, and I did it for four years. 
and you know for so engineer in the in the army branch there's like 11 branches so there's you know there's navy army uh you know marines air force uh and then even in it within those there's actually like a lot of different subdisciplines so engineer was like one of 11 different subdisciplines you know there's like artillery infantry you know aviation um engineer is definitely the one that's uh is definitely the generalist branch so like when there's a certain mission and they don't quite know who to like call on they like were the ones to kind of figure it out you know it's definitely the best i think it was a it was just a at the time just a really good decision for myself and 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 learned a ton and you know i'm definitely a believer in kind of like public service um so um it was uh it was good and i think you know professionally what it what it taught me the most is how to you know just operate on uh and make decisions when you have incomplete data mm -hmm. which translates really well to startups i think because you're just you have incomplete data sometimes you have no data and you're just kind of like all right we have to make a decision though mm -hmm. we have to keep moving forward and so that's mm -hmm. kind of what has resonated with me the most there um and then i've also just been always like very curious on like a very wide breadth of subjects and so what i equated to that was like any given subject or interest in the world, somebody is building a business out of, which I just thought was just intellectually fascinating. So those are the two kind of like aspects or attributes from my own, I guess, tr professional trajectory that kind of, um, you know, that, that have kind of like stuck with me, I think, or, or keep me driving forward. I noticed that there are so many projects in the network state dashboard biology mm -hmm. listed and include yeah. your one build city. So what what other projects grabbed your attention? I know you, you were in a city doll and uh, cabin doll podcast before. Yeah, you guys Yeah. They're they're I mean they're all fascinating. You know, I think um you know, I take this analogy to like, you know, if you look at the financial services stack, you know, there's hundreds of players, right? Like there's hundreds of companies doing different APIs, different widgets, different, you know, credit cards, neobanks, you know, the whole, the whole stack is huge. And so if, you know, if we're considering the network state is like disrupting, you know, country APIs or country, the country stack, essentially, like there's going to be thousands of players and they're all going to kind of take a different shape. And I think that's what's going to be kind of the most unique thing about it. So like, yeah, definitely. I totally understand the, the cabin Dow uh, premise. And, you know, I think it, it definitely appeals to, to a certain audience. Uh, and, um, you know, I love nature. I love, I love it. And, and I think that that kind of like, um, you know, commitment to that, to that kind of domain is, is really cool. City Dow is is obviously uh, pretty cool with what they what you know they've actually bought the land in Wyoming. I like Kift. Kift is really cool. They have the. I used to grow up going um, and doing a lot of uh, with my uh, with my family. We did a lot of actual van trips around uh, Mexico and kind of like the Southwest United States because that's where I was. Uh, that's where I grew up, and so I so their model is is pretty fascinating. Um, and then. Um, yeah, Afropolitan. Uh, yeah, I haven't. Um, I haven't had enough time to dig into each and every one. I, I kind of understand what Jur's trying to do, but it's. It, I'm really interested to see what comes out there. But, but yeah, I mean, I think um, 
anybody that's on that dashboard or thinking about, you know, doing this kind of thing is, is, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a frontier, <laughs> it's definitely a frontier emerging industry. So they're all pretty fascinating and, and they all kind of inspire a lot of, a lot of our thinking. And, uh, you know, I think we're, I think they're all going to kind of, we're all going to kind of learn from each other as we grow. Yeah. Last month I was in Italy. Then I met one of the early 1729 members, Gabriel. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. From Praxis, yeah, Praxis, right? Yeah. Yeah. I heard the pod, I was, I was listening to the podcast earlier. Yeah, he's cool. Uh-huh. So, so you got to meet him? Yeah, I met him in person in Milan. <laughs> yeah, we talked nice. about the, nice. what the, the project he is involved with. Yeah, they also like purchase land, do something in America. So I, I feel like at the moment, it's still very American-centered. Like City Dow, Kevin and your Okay, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I think just very like global first. Like if, if there's a city, so like we have the cities on the dashboard, we've let people claim them organically, like starting out and probably just by nature of being here, like the majority of them were claimed in a, in the U S first, but like, you know, if we see, you know, we had a lot of early activity in Brisbane and so it's like, let's, let's, let's focus resources there. Um, and, and, and so, and of course our co-founder in Lagos, like that's mm-hmm. one that we, we want to facilitate as much as possible. So, um, they are, yeah, I think, I think there is that slant, um, which is interesting to think about, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What, what do you think? What do you think? That, does that mean anything or what, what do you no, think? No, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> is I think it's a good thing because uh, America is always like when, when I grew up, I heard about American dream. It's like that you always do the innovative things first. So, I mean, it's a good example. If you set up the examples, then other places people can follow up later. Yeah. As long as, yeah, I mean, as long as it's like, you know, still very, you know, I, I, like, I think the best ideas come with like a mm-hmm. lot of cross pollinate cross pollination. So just like, you know, yeah, I want to, I want to see as much again, like, you know, because just like that analogy, like a founder shouldn't have to go to Silicon Valley uh, to get to get funding. It's the same thing for jurisdictional barriers. Where like a founder from Tanzania should not have to like go to the U.S. and then go to Silicon Valley just to get their idea off the ground. Like all of these, like as long as it's getting you know evenly, these opportunities are getting evenly distributed. I think that's that's the most important piece. And whether there's you know, a capital concentration in the U.S. or, you know, Singapore, like that's great. But as long as that's getting, that's, uh, as long as that's getting like pretty evenly distributed, I think that's, that's as exciting. And that, you know, that introduces a whole slew of legal challenges and, and compliant, you know, but, but I think, I think, I think, um, you know, I think crypto rails are, are the, are the ways to kind of, um, you know, equalize that as best as possible. Yeah, that's why I found it, why Lisbon is so fascinating to gather so many international peoples here. So yeah. we'll see what can come up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What's the biggest roadblock you think will prevent you from achieving what you want to achieve? Oh, gosh, that's a good one. Yeah, so um, biggest roadblock, I mean... You know, I definitely think about, you know, not, I don't want to bring up the boring stuff, but I definitely think about legal a lot. Like what does, what does, what does this look like to be able to operate legally and compliantly in as many countries as possible 
as soon as possible and not break the bank and not have some kind of, um, you know, uh, leverage against us. Uh, so, you know, so that, that one takes a lot of time to think about. Um, mm. um, but, um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think that's going to be the biggest piece. I think, um, I think we, there's a lot of de-risking that can be done there. You know, there's a lot in the crypto industry that's like, okay, what do we have to do to kind of like, you know, like appease, you know, jurisdictions or governments, mm -hmm. but it's, it should be maybe potentially the opposite where it's like, Hey, there's an enormous brain trust here of just really smart people from all over the world, ready to solve problems. Like it should maybe look reverse. And I think you can even see that you even see that more. And one of the reasons we're, we're kind of focused on like smaller, maybe smaller cities is like a lot of those are more willing to experiment faster with, um, and, you know, they're just kind of one of, they're ready to try new things. Uh, and mm -hmm. we've, we found that more. It's like, you know, if you told me I want to do a pilot project for, um, you know, uh, some kind of crypto initiative to fund infrastructure in a city, and you told me I had the choice between New York City and Coeur d'Alene, like, I'm going to go to Coeur d'Alene, like, <laughs> like, or, 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 or Reno or wherever, you know, a smaller, a smaller city. Um, Cause I know you'd just be able to just move quicker and at least get, at least get uh yes, no faster. Mm -hmm. Right. Like as long as we're getting a yes, no faster from uh, a local municipality or jurisdiction, like that's fine. Cause then we at least know how to move on and, and, um, you know, we're not wasting time trying to get, you know, all the buy-in that we would need from a New York or, or whatever to, to get something off the ground. Um, so I think I foresee that being challenging as we, as we go, which is why we're just focused on, 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 on product first, Yeah. have that moat, you know, get, get that, uh, get that off the ground and then, um, and then, you know, be an interesting <laughs> interesting mm -hmm. uh interesting as we go yeah that's good yeah very looking forward to that <laughs> yeah i i hope let's yeah we we we're gonna do our best to get it there just to get it just to just to have those problems will be a will be a privilege <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so if people want to get involved like if they are interested in build cities how how can they do it yeah, so um, we have our website, buildcities.network or .com. They'll both go to mm -hmm. the same place. That's probably the first place is to go there, launch the app, uh, sign in with Discord and, and MetaMask. Uh, we're actually going to remove the MetaMask, so it'll just be Discord oh, shortly. Okay. But, um, but yeah, that's probably step one. Um, and then, um, and then um, you know, our social media, join build is Twitter, mm -hmm. join build underscore, but and then if you want to get involved, so and, and so that app serves any community already. So like that product is for for you, for the audience, for everybody. Um, and then if you want to get involved internally with like, so we have nine guilds set up, you know, one for governance, treasury, legal, offline development. Um, and we have an internal discord for that. And you can access that through through the app as well and, and get involved directly that way. Um, and then there's a couple other things on the website you can, that we kind of have some call outs for, but that's probably the, that's probably the first thing. Yeah. Cool. Last question. Do you have any books and the resources you can recommend if people 
very interesting startup cities concept. Sure. Yeah. So I, I would definitely check out startup communities by Brad Feld. Um, just you know, if they want to get the、mm-hmm. the kind of initial foundational thinking of what we're of what we're you know looking to tackle, like it covers a lot in there.、Um, and then as far as something that you know starts to go beyond that. You know, obviously, the, the network state's a good、okay. read.、Um, Have you finished? <laughs> I did. I, yeah, I, I finished it, yeah, and、right. you know, probably you know, go back and check some notes there. But、uh, um, but yeah, startup communities by Brad Feld's a、uh-huh. great book. Yeah, and I heard Balaji is going to launch a V two version of the network state,、oh. which will be a double double、oh, yeah. size. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a lot <laughs>、yes. of works to do now. Yeah. Yes, we'll have to have a yeah, as you know, study group and、mm-hmm. and, and and dissect it and, and put the pieces back together. So yeah,、uh, it's fun. It's exciting times. We're we're in very, very,、uh, very eccentric times. <laughs> it's exciting. It's. I feel they're、uh, so lucky to live in current moment to、right. witness all the changes. Yeah, yeah. It's,、okay. it's exciting. It's scary. It's、uh, uh-huh. interesting. It's changing so fast, and、um, yeah, you know, let's let's just we'll just keep keep moving forward. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, keep building. Exactly. Great. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate.、It. Thank you, Camille, and I look forward to um, to uh, meeting yeah, again. Yeah, for、we'll、sure. Go out for、uh, for seafood. Yeah. <laughs>